Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Asher Zelig Rubenstein, Zayfer Tzalek Levracha. Introduction to What is Bitachon? If you ever heard Rav Asher speak, you experience his passion and fire, his Avas Torah and Yerashamayim. The only thing more powerful than hearing him speak was watching him live his life, his strength. Talmud after Talmud expressed how much of an impact Rav Usher made on them through his actions and through his unwavering Amuna. He lived his life to its fullest and held himself accountable to put his complete reliance in Hashem. He spoke often about the Yetzirah's influence that tries to make man live life as an animal, pursuing ephemeral pleasures and with laziness towards Avodah Hashem. He waged war against this laziness and against what he called a dirty word, mediocrity. He was full of simcha, love, energy, and bravery. He was not afraid to say what had to be said. Where did Rav Asher get this power, his strength source? I believe that, as his Talmud, I know the answer without a doubt. I have verified this answer with his family, other Talmudim, and many who knew him. The source of his strength and power was not anything that he took personal credit for. Rather, it was the knowledge in his heart and mind that Hashem is the only one in charge and the only power who runs this world. With Rav Asher's deep and real amuna, he was able to charge ahead fearlessly, knowing that he was not accomplishing things on his own but was rather working as a faithful and dedicated servant of Hashem. This dedication was a labor of love and became his creed. He lived it and he preached it. He wouldn't rest until the world heard his message. The purpose of Usher's Vadim on Shahri Tachan was to stimulate the mind and heart and bring one to action in dedicating oneself to live with Bitachon. Let us define what Bitachon is based on what he taught. Emuna and Bitachon. What is the difference between Amuna and Bitachon, which are both loosely translated as faith? Ramban, 1194-1270, in his work, Amuna and Bitachon, states, quote, Amuna and Bitachon are not one and the same. The two do not necessitate each other. Not all who have Amuna possess Bitachon, but all who have Bitachon by default have Amuna, end quote. Ramatisio Salman, Matnas Chalko, Shar Bitachon, page 2, explains what is meant here. Amuna is the theory, and Bitachon is its practical application. Emunah means to know intellectually that Hashem runs the world. Bitachon means to live practically with this knowledge. Hence, Emunah should be translated as faith and Bitachon as living and acting with this faith, living with confidence and security in Hashem. Ramban continues, Emunah is the tree and Bitachon is the fruit. If you see a tree, that does not necessarily dictate that there is fruit. But if you see a fruit, there must also be a tree as its source. One can have the Amuna intellectual knowledge of Hashem, the tree, but he could fail to have the fruit, the practical application of his knowledge. Bitachon is the fruit, and thus, if, a tr- if the fruit is in place, if one has Bitachon, by default, the Amuna knowledge must also be present. This explains why Rabbeinu Bachya named the chapter Sharha Bitachon as opposed to Sharha Amuna. He wished to teach us how to bring the knowledge of Hashem to the most practical level of security and reliance on Hashem. The Altar of Novartic. Rebbe was very fond of a Sefer Madrigas Adam from the Altar of Novartic, especially the chapter entitled Darke Habitachon. That section on Bitachon is not long and contains important fundamentals which Rebbe quoted from. See Appendix 1 for elaboration. I will share one story that Rebbe was fond of. The Alshuch, 1508 through 1593, was once teaching his students in Sfas about Bitachon, while a simple wagon driver was passing by the base medrash. The driver was eager to catch a word of Torah, especially from the holy Alshech, and he began to listen in. He heard the Alshech state, Bitachon means knowing that Hashem will support you and provide for you without you having to do anything. You could learn all day and he will sustain you. 
all your work outside of the base medrash is not necessary. Parenthetically, Yalshech was recounting the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai from Brachos 35b, which is a valid opinion as explained later in essay 18. The wagon driver listened intently, and these words made a deep impact on him. He went home, sat down on a chair, and began to recite to Hillam. His family members saw him, and after a while, they asked if he was planning to go to work. He laughed at them and explained, You think I'm a fool? I heard with my own ears that the Alshach said that Hashem can support me without any action on my part. Why should I waste my time driving my horse and wagon for long and tiring hours to make money when Hashem will send me the money anyway without that work? From now on, I'm sitting right here and learning Torah. They were moved by his conviction, but did not understand. Finally, they asked how they should buy food. He told them to sell his horse because he did not need it anymore. They sold it to a Gentile who offered a fair price. Days went by, and the man stood by his conviction. Meanwhile, the new horse owner went searching for gold in a faraway cave. He found a large treasure and excitedly loaded up the horse. Then he went deeper into the cave for one last look for gold. Suddenly, a large boulder on the roof dislodged, falling directly on his head and crushing him to death. After some time, the unattended horse wandered on its own out of the cave and went back home to the only place it remembered, which was to its original owner. The retired wagon driver and his family rejoiced and were newfound sustenance, and the man lived the rest of his life comfortably supporting his family while learning Torah. Indeed, Hashem had taken care of him without any effort on his part. When the students of the Alshech saw what happened, they were in awe and didn't understand. They approached the Alshech to ask why it was that this simple wagon driver received great support just from listening to one speech, whereas they had heard the Alshech speak daily and never had that privilege. The Alshech set them straight. The wagon driver is a simple Jew. When he heard my words about Bitochon and total reliance on Hashem, they went straight to his heart and he accepted them at face value without any doubts. You, my students, are all Lamdanim. When you heard my words, you had many questions and doubts. You wondered if it was really true or if it would apply to you and how it may not work out. Thus, your Bitochon was incomplete and you didn't get this reward. Bitochon means total reliance on Hashem, not for the sake of reward, but because you know for certain in your heart and mind that he, Hashem, is the sustainer. This is Bitachon. This story was one of Rosher's favorites, and I believe that it embodied his life. He lived with Amunah Pshuta and Bitachon Nifla, knowing with confidence and simcha that Hashem would take care of him, his family, and all of his needs. As his Talmud, I could attest that this was his conviction and reality to such a deep level that it inevitably rubbed off on you just by being with him. His simcha and Bitachon were contagious. It is my hope that in sharing this savor with the public, Rosher's Amunah and Bitachon will continue to inspire the hearts of his fellow Jews, whom he loves so much and yearn to share these beautiful lessons with. Bitochen is total reliance on Hashem, total, period. This saver will show you how to work towards this. Walking with faith. The Medr Shanchuma, beginning of Lecha, brought down by Tosas Brachos 13b, tells us that if one is traveling and it becomes time for him to recite Shema, but he is concerned that if he stops, he will be delayed, there's a solution. He must stop briefly to recite the beginning of Shema and, quote, once he reaches via Hafta, he should continue on his way, end quote, meaning reciting the rest while in transit. This is brought down as the Halacha, Shulchan Aruch Arachayim 63.3, and as a beautiful allegorical interpretation. We go through life and often get distracted and discouraged. We struggle to be able to move forward and to accept the yoke of heaven. We must stop to focus on our obligations to Hashem. Saying the first verse of Shema expresses our belief in and commitment to Hashem, but we need to go one step further. We need to reach via hafta. We should love Hashem. And it is only when we achieve and feel this love that we are ready to travel further in life. Hence, once he reaches via hafta, he should continue his journey. Rav Asher taught us that true service of Hashem comes from Avas Hashem, 
and recognizing the pleasures in this world that he provides us with. One cannot move forward in life until he reaches Yahavta. Three types of bitachon. It is important to clarify that Rav Asher repeated many times that there are three categories of bitachon regarding Parnasa. See Amunav Ashkacha by Gra 7 through 9 and Ashmata, with two of them being valid and one unacceptable. The first, self-reliance, is unacceptable. The second, Boteach of Rabbi Ishmael is acceptable. And the third, Boteach of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, is optimal. Let us explain. Igmar Brachos 35b states that Rabbi Ishmael says that there is a mitzvah of Yasafta de Ganecha to work for a living. One must follow all halacha, set aside time to learn day and night, and have Torah on his mind while working. See Rashi there and Nefesh Achayim 1.8. This is how Shulchan Aruch, Arachayim 156 and 231 Paskins, and this is the approach according to which the general populace live. Rishim Baruchai, the Rashbi, however, argues, Rachos 35b, how can one plow his field and work? What will be with the study of Torah? He held that one must learn Torah all day, and Hashem will support him and his family. The halacha is that one may follow Rashbi's opinion if he is fit to do so. See Ber Halacha, Arachayim 156, Sofo Betela, and 231, Bir Halacha, Igoris Moshe Yardea, Volume 3, 82, Stipler, Krana Digarta, Volume 1, 52, and Michtal Melio, Volume 1, page 177 through 206. It emerges that there are three levels. One, self-reliant. This person ranges from ignorant to rebellious. He says, Hashem will not or cannot take care of my needs. Only my toil produces, and Hashem has nothing to do with my sustenance. This is the person whom Sharon Bitachon challenges and strives to educate. Two, Boteach of Rabbi Yishmol. This person works and knows that Hashem provides his success. This is the main focus of most of Shara B'Tachon's discussions relating to his Hishtadlis and Parnasa. Three, Boteach of Rashbi, Chosoelis acknowledges this person as well, but since he is a Yachid, does not focus on him. See Appendix 1 about this. Ravashar stressed repeatedly that for someone who wishes to be like Rashbi, the door is open for him and his action of sitting in the base matters and learning Torah is his Hishtadlis. Rambam's Ideal no discussion of this topic would be complete without Rambam's expression of his beautiful level, Yad Shemitah Yobel 13, 12 through 13, which Rebbe often quoted verbatim. Why did Levi not merit a portion in the land like his brothers? It is because the tribe of Levi was set aside to be the servants of Hashem and the teachers, and was thus separated from the ways of the world and thus exempt from going to war. They are the army of Hashem who are sustained and provided for by him alone. This is not only for the tribe of Levi, any person in the world whose spirit lifts him whose knowledge moves him to separate himself, to stand before Hashem, to serve him, to know him, to walk straight with him, and to cast off all human shackles and worries that most others are concerned with. He is sanctified as holy of holy, and Hashem is his lot and sustainer forever. He will merit great support in this world, just as the Kohen and Levium were given support. He too will be cared for, as David Amalek states, Tehillim 16.5, Hashem is my lot and my supporter. For further study, see Rambam Pirish Mishnayis Avos 4.5, Yad Talmud Torah 3.10, and for reconciliation and elaboration, see Kesef Mishnah, Talmud Torah 3.10, Griz, Parshas Chayasara, Shla, Shavuos 32.2, Shach Yaradea, 266.20, and also Essay 17 at length. Fear for the future. The Gemara in Sota 48b states that after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, men of faith ceased to exist. This is explained as referring to people who had food to eat on that day and did not ask, what will we eat tomorrow? This is the full faith in Hashem that was lost. The Gemara in Yuma 76a states the same concept regarding the Mun. One was allowed to collect his food for only one day at a time and could not store it for the next day. Saving food would display a lack of faith, worry about the future and whether Hashem could sustain him. Bitachon means knowing that Hashem can take care of you 
always, anytime, and is never limited in any way. See essay 18 and 76 for an important clarification about this perspective. Rav Chaim 1749 through 1821, writes a fascinating point in Rav Chaim, Avos 6.2, expressed by the Mishnah of Kachi Darka Shel Torah, Pasvel Tochal, Mayim B'msura Tishta, Vala Aretz Tishan, about Torah Ata Amo. This is the way to acquire Torah. You will eat, in the future tense, bread with salt, drink, future tense, a minute amount of water, and you will sleep, future, on the floor, and you will learn Torah, present, tense. Why are the first instructions expressed using future tense? while the directive to learn is expressed in present tense. He explains that this Mishnah highlights the reason why many people turn away from Torah study. They have parnasa and the means to dedicate time to learn. But they are worried about the future. They say to themselves, I should really learn. I have food now, but I need to worry about my future expenses and needs. The Sutton convinces them that they must amass more wealth and security before learning. Having enough for the present is not sufficient. The correct response is to learn from the month. One was able to collect only one day's ration at a time. The Bitochan demanded was for one to know, I have what I need now, and I trust that Hashem will take care of me in the future. This is the only way that a person will be able to learn. You must use the words of the Mishnah in the future. If needed, I will eat future tense, and only only bread and salt in the future. If I need, and I will drink future tense, only a small amount of water. But now, in the present, I will learn Torah. Rabasha talked about how so many people turn their backs on full-time and even part-time learning, justifying their actions by fear of the future. This is not what we talking is all about. We must know that Hashem will take care of us in the future as well. Bring it home. Rabasher taught us again and again that Torah and Musr are acquired only by repetition. He would say that he merited hearing Rav Chatzkel deliver the same shmuz in Panovich five times per week, two sichos and two vadim for five years. Each speech throughout the week brought home the same theme and hammered home Bitochen and Hashem's power and control of the world. This highlights the importance of repetition. As you learn with Sefer, the stories will capture your interest. The Zerei Torah will stir your heart, and learning them over and over again will bring them into action. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara Bitochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochen to life, based on the Shurim of Rabbi Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.